0: Welcome to the Shh! Mom and Dad are Talking Podcast.
1: Where we put the babies to bed.
0: And talk about whatever, whatever we, we want. want. Welcome, everybody. Um, this will be our review on the infamous <laughs> Netflix movie, A Fall from Grace.
1: A Fall from Grace, guys. And <laughs> I'm, we're going to go ahead and put a disclaimer out there. We're going to discuss a lot of things, but this isn't going to be a Tyler perry bashing session we're we're not going to do that (laughs) we are just we're not going to do that we're going to we're going to talk about some things that people have talked about but then we're going to put our own perspective and span on it so some of the things that we're going to outline it for you guys we'll talk about the things that we liked the backlash production black women's stories
0: and we're going to talk about some of your comments and what you wanted to talk about. We asked you on Facebook, hey, what do you want us to talk about in this movie? And mm-hmm. we're going to answer those things. So,
1: And finally, we're going to explain
0: why, Tyler why Perry we think Tyler Perry a genius.
1: is a straight up genius. A genius. <laughs> All right. So we're going to start off with some of the things that we like first, uh, because I'm the kind of person, I think that you should always start with the positives. You know, you know how I am, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, but, you know, just being honest, uh, one of the things that I did enjoy about the movie was I feel like Tyler Perry tried to do some things a little bit different with this movie. Um, I, I think we saw him try to do, be a little bit more suspenseful and try to have where he flipped the script on us toward the end. It almost felt a little... Jordan Pillish a little bit.
0: So I'm going to go ahead right now and say, um, if you have not seen A Fall from Grace, you might want to stop now. This is your spoiler warning. Spoiler <laughs> wor- warning. If you have not seen the movie, go ahead and turn it off because this is going to be full of spoilers. So I'm going to give you five, four, three, two, one. Okay.
1: All right. So, <laughs> you you know, the the end, he tried to, I, I think that Tyler tried to put a twist on the end and tried to do, Tried to make the story not predictable. Uh, Because I think a lot of his work, one of the complaints that people always have is that his storylines are so predictable, you know exactly what's going to happen the whole time.
0: That's generous.
1: Okay. And so I think that he tried to switch that up.
0: So when you forced me to watch this movie, what happened, Patrick? Did I or did I not guess it 20 minutes within the movie?
1: I don't know if it was 20 Mm -hmm. minutes within the movie, but I, I think that everybody... I don't think anybody was shocked at the ending. I I don't, I don't (laughs) think that that's the case because even though there were some elements that were different, you still know how Tyler Perry likes to operate. So when you know that in the back of your mind, you're trying to come up with the conclusion as to what it's going to be. And I would say probably no more than maybe 30 or 40 minutes into the movie. I knew what it was probably going to be, but the, the point is, I think that he tried to do something different. So I did like that.
0: Which is commendable. Um, Which is- what I liked about the movie is that, I mean, you know, it's it was a different type of comedy. You know, Tyler Perry usually gets you into the Medea character. He's got his movies boo. It's very funny. But this was a different type of comedy. I would say that it was kind of like a, com- a comedic thriller because the movie was hysterical to me so <clears throat> it was hy-
1: it was hysterical it you.
0: was hysterical
1: <laughs> okay and then one of the other things that i kind of like was that there were elements of the movie where i felt like they tried to be cinematic
0: mm-hmm.
1: some some of the other things that i've watched in the past when, when you talk about looking cinematic we talk about the camera angles when you talk about trying to show the scenery different things like that i felt like there was yeah i felt like there was elements where they tried to that that, you know that they try to be cinematic that they try to step it up in some areas so you know those are some of the things that i took away as some positives for the movie and you know maybe going in the right direction uh for you know his projects and what he wants to work on so those are some of the things i thought were positive i would be interested to know from the audience if you could leave a comment you know
0: what did you like about the movie
1: Was there anything that you felt like was a positive in the right direction? Or did you see Tyler Perry do something different or unique in this movie versus some of the other projects that he's had in the past?
0: (laughs) I'm just reliving the movie in my head. And it's just every time I think about the cop and him handcuffing people and how he just leaves them handcuffed. I'm
1: sorry. There you go. So I guess that's the perfect segue into the... The backlash. <laughs> and when I tell you the the backlash that Twitter, Instagram, social media gave about Tyler this movie. Tyler Perry
0: have it.
1: I mean, I don't want to say Tyler Perry. I, I would say the movie. I, I want to mm-hmm. say the movie. And um, to be honest about it, when it came out, I didn't watch the movie on the, the first day it came out. You didn't either. No. So I had the opportunity to hear people talking about it in the community and stuff like that in different settings. And I think the thing that threw me back was when people were talking about all of these perceived errors Mm -hmm. in the movie.
0: Uh, Yeah, and there were plentiful. They were plentiful in this movie. I mean, we're not even going to talk. Well, no, I am. I'm going to mention, because this has been a running theme in Tyler Perry's movies about the the bad wigs and When and when i first saw tyler perry on screen i just laughed out loud because i couldn't believe what i was seeing and then i doubled over in laughter when i saw the main character shannon his wig and how shiny it was and how i just i was just thoroughly confused i didn't know what decade we were living in in this movie <laughs> <laughs> i just couldn't understand the styling there was just so many things wrong with the movie. I mean, you were talking about the mistakes. So mm-hmm. let's, some of the mistakes.
1: So, you know, the, so there was a huge backlash where you had a lot of people talking about the hair, um, the, the choice of hair, why it didn't look a little bit better quality, um, why the, the main um, actor, the male actor, I, I guess he's bald-headed, why, why they decided to put hair on him a wig on yeah a
0: Steve Harvey wig on yeah
1: him. and then people were talking about why is Tyler Perry had this beard is so thick it looks like an afro on his face <laughs> I mean just you know so you had a lot of this yeah. kind of stuff going on
0: the infamous diner scene
1: yeah it, you, you know and the thing about it is I don't want to sit up here and harp on those things because to me those are things that are more subjective and hair how somebody's hair should or shouldn't look There is no such thing as a right way and a wrong way necessarily. I think that those are more subjective. And I think the thing that most people can probably all agree on is probably the production.
0: There were poor choices made. I think it's not even about the hair, how it looked. It's just they were poor choices when... I mean, with styling, set droppings. I mean, and even... With, like you said, the production value, it looked like the lighting was bad. The sound mixing was bad. It looked like when I was looking at the screen, it looked like I was looking at a soap opera.
1: Yeah, so when you talk about production, to me, this is an area of the movie where you kind of eliminate subjectivity. And it's more of an objective thing. Because when you talk about production, either things are done right or they're done wrong. There is no like, oh, there's a wig. And you chose a bad wig. Okay. That that's something that is subjective, but when you talk about production and one of the scenes that someone was people are really laughing about and and to be honest, I was a little disappointed at some of the things that I saw. Um, I actually attended a production assistant class not too long ago and it was really fascinating. Um and they were talking about how when they shoot scenes, a scene that you will see in the movie, um, they'll shoot that scene. Dozens of times to get the same to get the different angles that you see. So when you watch a scene, you'll see the character's face and then you might see the other character's face and then you might see an angle from over someone's shoulder Right,
0: because they got to get the cut tubes for the different the, reactions. The diff- exactly. Okay. You know,
1: so and, and what I didn't know was they talked about it in this class that they have people there that their only job is to make sure that every time they do that same scene multiple times dozens of times that you say and do the same thing every time mm. that's their only job so they're standing there watching every time you go through and do those same scenes over and over and over again to and they'll stop you hey you leaned your head that way when you said that and then they'll redo it to make sure that the, there's wow. congruence yeah to make sure that it's perfect and right so Ooh, that when okay. they go through and they edit there's no differences because, hey, tilt your head like you did when you said it that way or you said it this way. Those type of things. So when I saw the scene and people were really laughing hard, like, for example, when the guy was eating and drinking water and air. I mean, he wasn't even drinking water. He was even, drinking air and it, eating, eating air. air.
0: He didn't. They didn't even edit my guy out. And he, w- <laughs> he was doing a job.
1: Yeah, and, and and then the thing about it was they gave you so many opportunities to see him making mistakes, and
0: he's directly in the shot. shot There's yeah. no negative space to where yeah, it's like when you film a video, right? Mm-hmm. And it's the camera is supposed to kind of mirror what your eye sees. So if you're focusing on one thing, it's supposed to be, be blurry in the, in the background. Yeah, he was not blurry. You can see depth two, of field. Yeah. Depth of field. There, were, you could see two people in the frame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in his bad wig.
1: Yeah, and and so, you know, stuff like that was, it really, it really bothered me a little, you know, I ain't gonna even say a little bit. It it bothered me Mm -hmm. to see that. And then, like I was saying, you were able to see that guy doing that at least five times because every time they cut to that particular angle where the camera's over one of the main character's shoulders, you saw that man doing that. Mm
0: -hmm. And And then he even looked at the camera.
1: He looked at the camera. And then even from what I saw, what it looked like to me, even when they kind of glanced around the cat, the the diner to show other people, it looked like their cups were empty. So you know stuff like that, and you know there was a part in in the movie. I think I pointed out to you where they were walking back no, home I after a day. I pointed that
0: out to you because I don't think you noticed it the first time what? you watched it. The light when they were walking and they walked in the shadows. I pointed
1: that. Well, it don't. I pointed it out to you, but whatever.
0: <laughs> Cause, no, because you talk about lighting so much. Yeah that it just kind of stuck out to me like they're in the dark like where is even when we go around our neighborhood and we see them shooting yeah and it's dark they have these huge lights out yeah. so yeah. you can still see the actors right yeah
1: it it threw me for a loop because you know I've been doing a lot more YouTube videos and I've been and I am by no means an expert on lighting and things like that but I do know that you do want the lighting to, to be a certain way so that people's skin tones and colors look well and vibrant, even if you're shooting in the dark, uh, unless it's a horror movie. And
0: lighting black people is very different, yeah. different than, you know, cause our skin absorbs light, you yeah. know? And then, so you have to have the right type of <clears throat> lighting set up.
1: Yeah. So th- there was a scene where they were walking home after the date and it looks like they walked under a tree mm. and they went pitch black dark for about maybe two to three seconds or four seconds and initially when I was watching it, I initially started watching the movie on my phone. Um, and I thought my phone had cut off or something. And then as I, as it continued, I said, oh my gosh, so they just walked under a tree and it created this gigantic shadow, shadow where you couldn't see the main characters. Like, and it wasn't like done in a way like it's a horror movie where somebody faded out in the dark. Mm-hmm. It, it was like just a mistake.
0: Yeah. And also the camera was shaking.
1: A little so they bit. didn't
0: have like probably, what do you call that?
1: Cranes or th- different, mm-hmm. you know, and they may have had gimbals. And because when you're shooting, you know, you might use a gimbal or, you know, something like that to kind of stabilize it when you're walking so that the, the shot looks clear. And it wasn't like the camera was like shaking all over the place. Mm-hmm. But if you are watching the movie and as somebody who does videos, who has gimbals and stuff like that. You notice those kind of things because when yeah. when I'm editing my own videos, I'm always like, you'll laugh at me when I do a video. I'm like, why are you watching that for the 20th time? And it's not because I'm over here feeling myself. It's because you always notice what you could have did better. So the next video is going to be better, right? Yeah,
0: it's kind of hard to watch a movie now w- and not have that critical eye. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's the production, you know, there was a lot of different things that were going on. You know, the screenshot thing where they have the screenshot on the, on the phone where it was supposed to be a text message and you could tell it was a, a screenshot so they could show it. But at the bottom, you could see that it was a picture, mm-hmm. you know. And so you saw that. Um, there was times where it was the exact same scene and the people's hair would change, right? So there, it's the same scene. Nothing's happened. And the, the hair looks completely different from three seconds ago to now and it's like why does it look that way and, and, and it goes back to what i was telling you about earlier it's like you have people on the set where their only job is to make sure that there's congruence between scene to scene and i i just didn't i just didn't quite understand that 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 was probably the thing that frustrated me the most not wigs and and stuff like that it was the production element aspects of it and i think it kind of really got to me because you know, this was Tyler Perry on Netflix, you know, and I was, I was excited. I was like, okay, good. You know, he's growing his brand. You know, he's getting away from like TV one and stuff like that. And there's
0: nothing wrong with TV. One. No,
1: no. It's, I shouldn't even say it's nothing wrong with it. he's, he's diverse. Out. Yeah. He's diversified. He's, he's going all over the place. So I was excited. You know, I was like, okay, cool. The, the brothers over here. But then when I see these, you know, mistakes and these errors, that don't have to be there. That was really frustrating. And then, you know, when you when you find out that and people are laughing about this, and I and, and maybe you have some insight on this, you know, why was this entire movie shot in four to five days?
0: I couldn't tell you. I don't know why. To be honest with you. I mean Acrimony was shot in like seventeen days, I think.
1: Okay. But well, I
0: don't, I d I don't know. Maybe he just I think when you're dealing with making movies, time is money. It and is. And the longer you shoot, the more money you have to spend. And I think Tyler Perry spends his own money on these mm-hmm. productions. So even if you are a but millionaire... This, wasn't this movie
1: backed by Lionsgate? Is that what it said?
0: No, this one... I don't think this one was.
1: It was backed by somebody. We'll, we'll, we'll find out. We'll, we'll, but, you know, I, I think that that played a factor. Because what happened was if you shot it in four to five days, you shot all these scenes, and then when you go back to edit it, if it's not up to par or if there was a mistake or if there was an error, then you can't fix it because you've wrapped up shooting. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, that's how you just say, well, screw it. Okay, they walked in the shadow. We'll just leave it in there. Oh, my man in the back is eating air. We'll just leave it in there. Um, You know, just all these different things that it's just like, I just, I just really was not expecting that and probably the last thing I want to talk about when you talk about production and I was telling you this and um, was the fact that it seemed like everybody that was an authority in the movie were not people of color. So when the judge was white, the um, DA was white,
0: all of the people um, who worked at the bank, except for Grace, all of her bosses.
1: Yeah, the law enforcement was, you know, um, in the courtroom. The bailiff. The bailiff. Um, So, and it seems to be kind of almost like a common thing, because we were watching, uh, what's the other movie?
0: Acrimony.
1: Acrimony and the judge, and same thing with uh, a, a white male, white, a white male. And it's just like... Um, why is it that these people that are in authority, why do they have to be white like I, I don't know like
0: maybe it's subcon- it's a subconscious thing
1: yeah and that's and possible you know it just because you know when i'm when I'm watching these movies um and and I regularly tell you this and you laugh at me you know I used to do Toastmasters and when you do Toastmasters that's it's a it's an international organization you should check it out that helps people develop public speaking and leadership skills. And you do this by learning how to speak. And they go through like the basics and the fundamentals of what does it take to speak? Body language, hand movement, eye contact. How do you tell a story? How do you make people go on a roller coaster with you when you're speaking? And because I went to Toastmasters, whenever I hear other people speaking, no matter the format or, or the place, I can't help but to have Toastmasters on my head. Like I'm sitting there counting the amount of times they say, um. I'm sitting there counting, uh, looking at how they keep walking back and forth. I'm sitting there watching how they hand, they're moving their hands so much it's distracting me. And those things are there and they don't leave because I went to Toastmasters. Because that's what we were trained to do and trained to look at. So when I'm watching this the movie, I'm trying to enjoy it. Like I'm really, I'm literally really trying to enjoy the movie and I can't, I can't because I'm just seeing all of these errors and, and it's not even things that is like, okay, that's just his style. The way he does things, it's nobody's style to have extras in the back eating air. You know, it's nobody's style to, you know, on your phone where on, on the scene, it, it doesn't look like a screenshot. You know, just just errors. You know.
0: Sometimes I think these errors errors are done on purpose. I feel like at this point, Tyler Perry is trolling us with these errors and these things that he does in his movies. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like I'm being trolled a little bit <laughs> when yeah. I watch his movies.
1: Yeah. I mean, I mean. It's, it's just, you know, it's fascinating But
0: again, like you said When you have a technical ear Or eye for something And you've been trained It's kind of hard to take that out Of your experience And just enjoy something mm-hmm. But when it, But this is just glaring mm-hmm. You know, like I think the layman person Who doesn't know anything about production Can tell That's not right mm-hmm. That's a mistake And you are instantly taken out of the story
1: Yeah, yeah you know, especially like me personally, when I was watching it, I was actually a little upset because I don't, I don't like the way people were talking about Tyler Perry. I I didn't, I didn't like it because it's one thing to provide constructive criticism and another to try to like destroy someone. And I feel like sometimes people try to destroy him and like just completely discredit him as a person. Um, and, and I don't like that no matter who you are that people should not be doing that. And so when I was watching it, I was really trying to really be open to it because I just don't think it's fair for people to
0: I don't I don't I'm I don't really agree. I mean, I feel like when you are an artist mm-hmm. or you do things that are creative, once you put it out there, mm-hmm. it doesn't belong to you anymore. Yeah, You created this art, you created this movie, or whatever kind of art you do, for the mass to look and critique. Mm-hmm. That just comes with it. And so when you put it out there like that, you're open to critique because that piece of art does not belong to you. So I don't think people are trying to destroy Tyler Perry. People have been telling, saying Tyler Perry's movies weren't that great. For years, yeah, because of various reasons, yeah. But nobody is knocking this man's hustle or his drive to provide jobs for black actors and maybe even black production or editor or what have you. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody's trying to tear him down. I think for us as black people, we we part of the entertainment or part of the the experience of watching something or consuming media is to take parts of it and entertain ourselves or make content out of it or just notice certain things. I mean, I think that's just what we do. If you look at what we do with anything, we make we can make anything out of a meme. And that's just kind of like just just part of our mm-hmm. part of our experience or our outlet when we watch a movie or hear a song or read a book. That's just something that we do.
1: Yeah, and I, I think that that's true. I mean, because it's... Yeah, I mean, I, I'm with you 100%. That's, that's what we do. We like to have fun and, and make the memes. And, you know, it. It like you said, it, it becomes an experience because I'm sure you had dozens of people sit down and watch the movie together only for the reason to to try to find things wrong and try to find fault, you know?
0: You know, I think when people watch a Tyler Perry movie, they kind of know what they're getting into. And I think with Tyler Perry... With, with his movies, I don't think in uh, um, somebody who interviewed him mentioned this, but when you go watch one of his movies, I feel like people are not going specifically for the movie. They're going for the experience of the movie. Mm-hmm. you know the talking back to the screen knowing what something means when you look at it like in commenting on the wigs we know why we're commenting on the wigs we know why that person is going through that struggle in that movie we know why this is this way in this movie we kind of know and we're we're using it as an experience to connect in that type of way when we look at this movie I
1: and, and and i think i agree with you on that but I think the only diff the only the only reason why I guess it really sticks with me is because he's starting to get into greater spaces, yeah, right So I you're know. growing and he's getting in greater spaces. so that means that the quality and everything else should hopefully go up with it and I think it takes us right into the the next segue, which is black women' stories right yeah so and this is another thing that i feel like is one of the valid arguments you know people clowning talking about wigs and stuff like that okay cool but like when you talk about like what's a valid issue and i'm gonna ask you this as as a black woman sh- should black should a black women's stories be continually be told by a man without any support and guidance of other black women.
0: I don't think that there's anything wrong with a black man telling a story of a black woman. Mm-hmm. But I think what the audience has to realize is that when, I mean, even using Tyler Perry as an example, or even Spike Lee, or any man, they're going to come with their own baggage or their own experience with women, or black women, more particular in this case. They're going to come with that when he's writing. That's all your issues that you have with black women, your experiences with black women, how you interact with black women. That's all going to be in your subconscious thought when you are writing these scripts and it's mm-hmm. going to come out. Mm-hmm. So I feel like as a audience member, as a female audience member, as a black woman, when you're watching these movies, you need to keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. You can't, I don't think as... I don't think as a creative, him as a creative, you can divorce the two. You know, you could be... I, I would hope that you can get more... He would get more black women in the room to say, hey, this is a little insensitive. Or, hey, this is kind of like a theme or a trope, and you're falling into that trap. Let's try to see if we can find ways to get you out of this for this woman. And she's more nuanced. than
1: Yeah, that. And, and, and everybody has blind spots because... <laughs> our experiences cause us to have blind spots and that's nothing wrong with that. But you make that up by crafting a team Mm -hmm. because they're thinking about what you're not thinking about. They bring their perspectives and experiences to the table. And the, the fact that that doesn't seem to be happening, you know, the fact that there is no writer's room, um, the fact that um, what was the other movie we were watching the other day?
0: Acrimony.
1: Acrimony. And that was my first time seeing it yesterday um yesterday. And you know, I watched it. I I love Taraji P. Henson as as an actor, but as I was watching the movie, once again it's these stories of black women being vulnerable. Because in a previous relationship, they were beat down. And then some guy comes along and sweeps them off of their feet.
0: Uses and abuses her. And
1: uses her and abuses her some more. And that story over and over and over again, I don't think it's healthy. I don't think that it captures... The diversity of the black experience,
0: right? And that's, I think, what my issue is. There's no diversity, but here's the thing about diversity and experience when you're depicting black people. I feel that we, as black people or black culture, we have um, we have a vernacular. Okay, there there is a certain there are certain aspects of black life or experiences that we have. Or people that we experience, and I feel like Tyler Perry has had shown, he has shown his experiences within these movies. This this is the story that he knows how to tell.
1: But it, but it's this but is his framing. Yeah, but it's trauma. It's, it's it's trauma. trauma. Yes,
0: it is. But that is his framing.
1: But but this is what I'm saying. What a lot of times in, in psychologists and stuff have talked about this, is that sometimes when trauma happens to you at a developmental stage in your life, you become stuck at that developmental stage in some areas. Yes, you grow and you become a man or a woman, but developmentally in some areas, you may not be fully developed. And I feel like that that there's something going on there where it's like being trapped and stuck in an area where why, why does every, I know so many brothers out here that's doing right by their girls, trying to do the right thing. Um, so many strong black women, white women, whatever. And the black experience is so diverse. It's so diverse. And I think that you do the community a disservice by just trying to constantly stay on one because one of the things that Tyler Perry has going for him is that he actually gets to control the narrative of the stories that he wants to tell because it's his production company, it's his studio, it's his funds, right? So this is unlike other situations where these movies might be financed by studios or people where there ain't nobody like us in the room helping to make decisions. And this and, and this is not me just talking in that production assistant class, they have directors and stuff come in. And they would say things like, we need more black stories. We need more Latino stories. We need more gay and queer stories. That's what they were saying. Th- these are out the of director's miles. And that's because other studios, they're not going to tell our stories and show the diversity of the experience. Um, maybe because some people say we, when they do that, those movies don't make money. Maybe because... They just don't care.
0: I think it's a little unfair to put that that on Tyler Perry. I feel like you can expect diversity in stories from different directors. I think it's a little unfair to expect that
1: no, diversity
0: I, from one person. No,
1: what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, if you do ten movies, it's okay to have one or two of them be different. Mm-hmm. that don't that don't just always focus on a black woman being abused
0: but it's like you said i think that tyler perry is stuck in a place developmentally from trauma where he keeps making these certain fr- movies because of this this framework this is his framework but i i will say that what i would like to see tyler perry do is i would like to see him Finance different types of movies. This is this is why I love Jordan Peele so much. Jordan Peele made an excellent, I feel like a perfect movie, in Get Out. Right, and then not only is he doing that, but he's financing and producing other great works that are just so diverse. He's coming out with a new show on Amazon Prime called Hunters, where it's talking about Nazi hunters. He's he helped Spike Lee make black Klansmen that's a totally different movie from get out he is helping produce the Twilight Zone giving money he's remaking Candyman and he is um, giving money for different types of movies with black people in it I mean look at us the movie us yeah you know so he is financing he's gotten a chance to finance these different types of projects. Yeah. Where he doesn't have to write or, you know, he can just be a producer or finance different things. I would like to see Tyler Perry finance different things.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I, just be, because you don't always have to necessarily be the writer, the director, the editor. Right. You know, that is, it's not necessary because we know it's your project. We know that you did it. And... You know, sometimes it's best it's better to step back and let other people do it because really He
0: did it with um Precious. Yeah. He exact and um what was the um the um four women what is it called? Four color girls. Four color girls who you know, for color girls. So he he could do it, but I would like him to see to see if he could go outside a little bit of his his comfort zone when it comes to financing yeah that and then and
1: then let other people write you know what i'm saying like get other people in the room
0: find different stories
1: find different story i mean there's so many stories to tell you know let you know do those kind of things so you know so that that was one of the things that uh somebody kind of brought up on facebook uh Another thing. Oh, that, so okay, that was a black woman story. So now this is the part I was really excited to get to. I put a post on my social media and said, "Hey guys, we're about to talk about this. What do you want us to talk about?" And some of the things that people wanted us to talk about was um, older women dating younger guys.
0: <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna go ahead and say this now, and, and while this is recording, so you have this and me. What yeah. am I gonna do with you? Yeah. Besides, what I'm gonna do with you? <laughs> Yeah. Other than that I don't need you in my house I don't need you in my car I don't need you on my bank account I don't need you again in my house I don't need you coming to my job I have friends I have my grandchildren I have my child I have my life I don't need mm-hmm. that extra What you coming mm-hmm. with Just for situations like this
1: Yeah Yeah, I mean, and and, you know, like I'm not necessarily super old or don't know about dating. I do know that I can say this, that when you are dating people of different ages, you may be in different stages of your life. You know, like, for example, I don't think a 30 year old person should be dating an 18 year old. I mean, you guys are at completely different stages in your lives. Mm -hmm. Like the 18 year old doesn't even know what life is about. Just the same thing is I don't think a 40 year old should be dating a 25 year old. Even though it's legal, I just think that people are at different stages of their lives. And I don't, I don't know how, what that compatibility would look like. And then, especially when people don't know who they are yet, when you're talking about young people dating someone or whatever, they don't even know who they are. But so in this particular movie, you know, I, I don't know. I don't even know how old the man was you, supposed you to don't, be. You don't know. Like, you I can mean, tell he's supposed to be I mean, younger. he's supposed to be younger. I mean, but I don't I, I don't even know how old um, Grace is supposed to be. I don't know. Was she supposed to be mid-40s?
0: Well, he did say in the, the girl, remember, he had the girl in her house and she said, you took me to your mama's house. Yeah. And he was like, that ain't my mama. My mama looked better than that. Yeah. You know, like, as, like, she was just an old woman. Like, yeah, me, I mean, but she didn't look like, yeah. so I don't know. I don't yeah.
1: Know. I, I don't know. And, and, you know, that, that might be one of those things. So people were like, you know, they were talking about, well, what's up with the age situation? You know, like, is, is what do you, what do you think about that?
0: Personally, I was just kind of like, why did it have to be like an older woman, younger man situation? Tyler Perry just won't let women have joy in his movies. You <laughs> can't have joy. Either you having joy and you're getting AIDS. You having joy and you're you getting taken for every dime that you have. You, you know, it's just like... Uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, so,
1: somebody else put a comment. And they said that it's, it's nothing worse than an old fool. And they said that women should know better. But I, I think that whenever <laughs> people go through experiences and, and through trauma... The trauma can overtake the fact that you're older or supposed to be wiser or supposed to have known better.
0: Yeah, just because you're older doesn't mean that you're always wiser. Yeah.
1: And then, you know, like some people said she was desperate and, you know, I don't know if desperate is the... I don't know if desperate is the right word necessarily. In the beginning,
0: it didn't seem like she was desperate. I think she was pushed into doing something through her friend. And then as you... But I guess... As you heard her, you know, talk about the relationship, she did sound kind of desperate. You know, she was dealing with seeing her husband move on with his life and marry someone younger and enjoy, you know, life together. And I think that kind of hadn't took a toll on her, maybe.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so... You know, those kind of things is, you know, just kinda of like opinionated you know, a couple I mean, people you can
0: have companionship. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with companionship and dating when you're that age, but at that age it's like what's the point of I don't know, maybe this is this is gonna sound bad, but what is the if you're older, what is the point of getting married when you're older unless you need somebody to take care of you? I don't know. I mean I don't know. I mean,
1: some people I might, just, and then just, you also got to think some people might be more old school. The millennial generation, like th- this generation, is um, they get married the least out of any other uh, previous generation, and it's because people are okay with just being in long term relationships and living together, having kids, and not having a formal document that says that they're married, even though they're living a married lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So, with her being older, you know, it may have been a generational thing to where you know, older generations, they do get married. And then also she brought him in church. So I don't know if they weren't having sex until they got married. I don't know. So those, (laughs) those things could also, you know, play the factor. But, you know, a lot of people say, oh, they just hated it. It was a terrible movie. Um, But, you know, those are some of the comments that, you know, some of the people said, hey, talk about that element of it. And um, I think the final thing we're going to discuss is why we think Tyler Perry is a genius.
0: I think Tyler Perry is a genius because he knows exactly what he's doing. We're sitting here talking about <laughs> this movie and all of his movies, especially. Yep. And I went and watched them. And yeah, you told me to sit down and watch this movie because I wasn't planning on watching it. Mm-hmm. And so I was just like, shoot, since we doing this, you're you going to watch Acrimony. And we still don't know how she got on that boat. <laughs> so here we are we're talking yeah. about it so this is what he does and he is a genius for it
1: yeah and and, and there's a saying uh, you know in public relations and stuff like that that there's no such thing as bad publicity yeah and, <laughs> and, and, and what happens is just like what you said there's so much so many different things going on that it leaves you so many things to discuss like even you know even one of the things that I was Having a, a long conversation with people about was just like the idea when he switched it up, like, OK, first of all, you can't just go and take money and trans- she's on her job. You can't just go and just transfer money and take away three hundred thousand dollars on the job. Like you don't have the credentials, the access, yeah, all of this, all of this kind of stuff to to pull something off like that. And
0: even if you're going in and taking out a mortgage on her house, or taking out a refinance, or taking cash out of her house or whatnot, you can't do that without her being there.
1: That that's number one. Number two is. I mean, is he even on the title of the house? Exactly. You know, and just, and even if he was on the title of the house, most of the time to make a move like that, both parties have to be there. You can't just like have a notary sign something, they don't show up. You know, even when he was saying, um, we're married now, this is my house, I can't go nowhere. You know, th- th- that kind of... I didn't
0: understand that. What you mean? You can't change your lock. Like, what?
1: No, you can't change locks. You know, I-, I know that like in-, in the state of Georgia, I think like, if you want somebody out of your home, you still have to give them 30 days, you know, um, to, to do something like that. But it just was a lot of it just was a lot of holes. And um, and, uh, you know, it just it just was so many different holes in the movie. You know, him just switching. To, oh, well, it is my house. I ain't going nowhere. Oh, she he transferred money even when she got fired on the job. How are you going to steal three hundred thousand dollars from a company and don't get walked out by police on the spot? Like you walk out and just go home and you're fired and you walk out with your box. Yeah. Like it it just was so many different things. that just didn't were, make sense. They just were not realistic.
0: The cop, yeah. Again, I'm gonna say this again. The husband arresting people and then leaving them yeah. handcuffed on the car and then on the coffee. It's just
1: it it was a lot of things that just they it just didn't make a sense. lot of sense. You know, even like all those old women that they had tied down in the basement, right? Oh. So, you know, I'm sitting here like, okay, you got all these old women tied down in the basement. When are, does
0: Cicely Tyson keep getting out?
1: Her, how does she keep getting out? Why do you trust her to be walking around? <laughs> what, How are these people using the bathroom down there? Like, are you one by one unlocking them and taking them? It just so like, are they just sitting in uh, feces all day? And you're like, you know, where are these people's family members at? You know, they haven't seen their relatives in months and years. They just not checking for them. Like, it's just just a lot of different things. It just leaves all of these things open. But because you do that, he gives you so much content to talk about. (laughs) So even even if you want to try to not talk about this, he gave you 50 bones. And you're going to take five of them and go run with them and start talking about five of them. And I feel like that's what, what he does sometimes is that he, he's going to give you something to talk about. And, you know, by him doing what he did, I know people that have watched the movie two, three, four times because they just cracked up laughing about it. They watch it on their own. Then they invite people over and say, girl, you got to watch it with me.
0: Because it's one of those movies that it's so bad, it's good, and you enjoy watching it just because it's funny to point out the different things that is just so wrong.
1: And, and let me say this, because I, I didn't mention this. I think that the story was actually great. The idea. Just imagine if Jordan Peele had that same idea of a story where um, the, the, they have this scam and they're doing things like that. I think that he could have pulled a scary movie off like that. The, the, the concept was a real concept because those kind of things really go on. I just think it was the execution. The execution was not there. The story, like the principles of the story were decent. I think that, you know, if somebody else had had that, they could have ran with that. But it it was just the execution. You know, it's like a coach who has great players on his team. So many great players that he don't know how to coach them. And... He does not execute with him, and that's what I felt like the movie was like. You know,
0: yeah. Because sometimes, like when you get a script, sometimes when watching a movie, it's not that the acting is bad; it's the scripts are bad, or they're being directed bad.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, or or and not even bad, but not to a high standard. Or, you know, and it, and that's that's just what I felt like. I felt like this story was good. I felt like. Had had it just been executed better, maybe a little bit better writing, close some of the gaps that were in there, things like that, I mean, I think it would have made it, you know, a pretty solid movie. But nevertheless, I think that if he if he's listening to some of the constructive criticism, because you know, when you're in a public limelight like that, you can't take everything because you'll never get nothing done. If you're constantly listening to people. And
0: you know what? Just to go back to what you said about he's diversifying. He's going through, going to, you know, Lionsgate and Netflix. And I, I really feel like people are roasting him just not out of, we're doing it out of love because we want him to be better. When he's going out to these different, and he's branching out to these, you know, higher or more what you, professional like outlets, more, I don't know. He's diversifying to the broader audience. Mm-hmm. I feel like we just really want you, we're telling you in a silly, you know, way that we want grow you, with it. We want you to grow and do better. When you go to these and broaden your things, we just want you to come with really good product because we want you to succeed. Tyler Perry. Yeah.
1: And it, and it's nothing. And somebody else on Facebook said, are we not, are we doing a disservice by not supporting Tyler Perry? And you know, this, this is, and I, And I said this on somebody else's post. I said that if you went to a black-owned restaurant and they had a health score of a 70, would you still eat there? And most people would say, no, I'm not eating there because my health, I'm not going to do that. Even though it was a black-owned business, What, what, what they may do is I might come back five months later said that score went up. Right. Because right?
0: what you want to do is because we don't get the same opportunities that other people get when it comes to building business and having the acumen, we're going to give, we're going to come back and give you a chance to fix things.
1: But I, I'm, but I'm not obligated to sit in there eating your restaurant with a 70 score because you black. Yeah. And and that's, I think the misconception that people we're gonna have. We're going to give you a chance yeah, and to do better. And that's what the misconception that people have is that just because Tyler Perry or another director may be black that we have to support what they're doing, that we have to shut up and can't have constructive criticism. The same thing happened with uh, when President Obama was in office. You couldn't say, as a black person, you couldn't say nothing bad about Obama because other black people was gonna get on you. Even if it came from a place of constructive criticism and a place of, hey, let's think about that. So, you know, those are some of the thoughts that we kind of have on it. You know, overall, you, you, you know, I think that Tyler could be going in the right direction. I think that if he just maybe listens to s- with some of the noise there, because there's a lot of noise and when you're in a public light, you have to realize what is it that I'm going to actually take into my spirit and what am I just going to completely ignore? And I think that there's some things that he needs to take in so that he can grow, you know. You can't make those production errors. That's that's just not... That's not acceptable. You know, especially when you have something like on Netflix. You know, I've I've watched documentaries on Netflix. And they were produced by people themselves. With no studio. You know what I'm saying? They just came up with $30,000, $40,000. financed their own documentary. Mm-hmm. We've watched them. Mm-hmm. And they've been quality. Yeah. You know, I don't know what the budget was for this particular movie. But it's just... You know, I don't I don't
0: even if it was a small budget, we I've seen some low budget films that didn't have the mistakes that this had. Yeah. So there's just no excuse for that.
1: Yeah. And you know, I I want to support, you know, I cuz like I said, I just didn't like that. I felt like a lot of the comments they weren't coming from a place of constructive criticism. I felt like it was tearing somebody down and I and I just I just don't think that that's fair. mm
0: mm-hmm. Mhm. To do we, that, we want, we want, we just want him to do better, do better. And it's
1: not even to do better, like you need to do better. It's 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 about, you know, you know how your mom would tell you, don't you go out and embarrass me because you're doing what, you represent who when you go out in public,
0: your family.
1: Yeah, don't not not that don't go out and embarrass yourself or or it's because. You go out and you represent your family, and if you go out acting buck wild crazy, people think you don't have no home training. Then they start to think your mama and your daddy ain't nothing. Then you know, and it, and it just becomes like a ripple effect. And some people say the family name, the name ups up up uphold the name, and it's just that Tyler and other directors like him having a platform, they whether they want to or not. They represent us. And I remember Charles Barkley a long time ago. We're going to wrap this thing up. The NBA player, he said, I ain't no role model. You remember when he said that? Mm-hmm. You probably don't even remember he said that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But it's like, how are you going to say that, man? You're a professional athlete. The kids are watching. Even you have rappers and stuff like that. I ain't no role model. Yeah, no, you're really not. But you can't sit up here and act like 10 and 11 and 8-year-old kids don't idolize you. And, and and tolerate other people directors and stuff can act like people are not looking at them and what they produce and do that like it doesn't represent everybody. Right. And it does. You know, people you, you know I can only imagine what other directors are saying.
0: I really want to know.
1: I don't cuz I know I know it's not nothing positive. Like just just imagine what other directors are saying. of even African American or even other races, uh, studio houses, you know, production companies. J- you know, exact. Just imagine. I I can only imagine when they went home and they watched it because I'm sure they watched it only because of all of the buzz. I can only imagine what they're saying.
0: What Netflix said when they saw it.
1: I think Netflix loves it because Netflix is like, I I bet you the numbers are going to come, and.
0: Well, they don't share their numbers. They don't share that.
1: I I guarantee, I guarantee you somehow, some way it will get leaked where something will get revealed to show how successful it was. That We may not get the numbers, but they tell you whether or not it was successful or not. And I guarantee you, you know, with it being on Netflix and under the trending section and all of this kind of stuff, it's no doubt in my mind that it's going to do well because people are going to watch it three, four times. I've watched it twice now. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I watched it on my phone. Then I watched it with you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So that's twice. And then on top of that, I went and I watched another one of his movies. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So it becomes like this ripple effect. And I, I know he's going to do well. You know, I know it's going to do well because people are discussing it. Um, Controversy sales. You know, and that, and that's just what it is. But
0: we want to know what you guys think. Leave a comment below. Please rate this podcast subscribe Subscribe. to this podcast share this podcast give us a comment shout us out let us know what you think i have a question before we go yeah can i ask you something yeah you know how you were saying they have to like film something over and over again and have to have those people say you had your head that way in the last shot can you do it do you think they had to do that for the sex scene like your butt cheek was leaning this way or you were pumping this fast. Can you do it this fast again?
1: You silly. I, I don't know. No, I, I didn't know this. No, it's funny that you say that because they they had a conversation about they, they were talking about how they were really big on cell phones when they were talking. And they were like, look, cell phones kill movies. And they were like, it's nothing like they're doing a scene and it's an emotional scene. And the actress they in the zone. And they're crying. And the tears dropping down their face. And you get a Facebook notification.
0: <laughs> are you, you serious?
1: Yeah, that's what they said. That's what they said. Or it's a sex scene. And the, all sex scenes are uncomfortable. Because they're just uncomfortable. You got <sighs> yeah,
0: people here with people, cameras. You know, it's... A mic guy holding, holding a the mic. The
1: somebody holding a mirror. So the... the <laughs> the light reflects right off your back and shows you sweating you know just you know all of this all of this craziness um but I would assume that that you probably have to do that scene multiple times or whatever um but you know I I, I just you know my, my main thing is I don't I I, I don't wanna nobody be thinking like because it's like I feel like this is the back to back on this I, and I just I just don't like when people try to discredit people. And you know, no matter who you are, you know, because that kind of stuff is not cool, um, in no no shape or form. But you know, nevertheless, we want to see what you guys think. We've we've got <laughs> look, we've gone over. We said that our podcast is gonna be a certain length, and I blame y'all. <laughs> look.
0: I blame Tyler Perry.
1: <laughs> yeah, but um well,
0: thank you, Tyler Perry, for giving us something to talk about. <laughs>
1: yeah. As always, we we'll see at the top because the bottom is too crowded. Peace.
0: Peace.